Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 181 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny and our love of the game. And this week, we have Kingsley and Des. With Sin lost somewhere in a car showroom, people bugging him. I don't know what's going on. And a month crap, he said. But enough of him. What's new with you, Des? <laughs> <laughs> oh lord sadly not too much new uh things are just kind of sailing along and chugging along so yeah oh and we have sin in the live chat for now too to bug us as long as he can uh hopefully a uh, customer will walk in the showroom so he can get busy again and not bug us <laughs> all right <clears throat> yeah hey um I'm sure there's probably not too big a concern, but I heard the hurricane that went across Florida might be coming back to the Carolina area, but you're f plenty far enough in, right? Probably. I mean, we're going to, uh, I heard about it basically today and it's supposed to be getting bad soonish, I think. Um, but I don't expect too, too much. I mean, yeah, I was, uh, Good Lord, actually, me and a coworker were actually talking about that today because uh, they know I live predominantly in Alabama, and he was wondering because there's been two hurricanes that hit Alabama like pretty hard, and that was uh, I think I think it was Opal, like back just before 2000s, around 2000, somewhere in there, and then I think it was Andrew that hit a few years later, mm -hmm. and both those were rough, but eh, I mean. To be honest, like I told him, tornadoes are far more terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> at, at least at least from the hurricane that I've been in. Because again, I've, I mean, I'm sure if I lived Closer, more coastal, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. then yes, I'd be terrified right now. But from my, we yeah, we're far enough in. Line. It, we shouldn't. Worst case scenario. We might have a couple trees in the road, so yeah, yeah. Uh, the latest latest projection, <laughs> it is picking up strength again, so it could potentially uh, slam the coast of SC around Friday, twelve p.m. noon is its current estimate, and then it's charted to go up, kind of just straight north and go through the Charlotte area, also eventually with mm. you know, some uh, lessening, obviously by the point it gets that far inland hopefully yeah hopefully i don't even know it's weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like the capability of like drawing some strength inland because uh i think it was andrew or something that like hit mainland in alabama and like it hit so many areas with like a lot of lakes and stuff that it just went a little further than they anticipated um so yeah it's always yeah, fantastic can't you, can't you even get like break off tornadoes or it can almost turn into a tornado once it gets inland too i, th I think i heard uh, once i would personally assume that's like far more on the reaches of the hurricane like yeah. i am no meteorologist by any stretch of the imagination i do not i'm not either i don't know i do not pretend to know how the weather works and I don't trust anyone that says they know how the weather works. Um, but, uh, but no, yeah, I, I, like I said, I would assume that would be like far more on the reaches. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, we will see. And uh, until then, hopefully everyone doesn't get any bad damage, but we have Destiny stuff to talk about. Uh, unless there's anything else before that. <clears throat> any other games or new... Uh, okay, Deadpool 3 had a teaser, 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 teaser trailer. <laughs> oh my god, they've had two teasers by now. <clears throat> i tell you, you what, mean, though. 2024. Yeah, that's that's about... That's about on track from what Marvel has. Because 2023, because um, I think it was the D23 event for Disney, um, 2023 is pretty packed as far mm-hmm. as movies go for the MCU. But yeah, 2024, we know there's going to be an amount of movies. We don't know many of them, though. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, I will say, though, that uh, Ryan Reynolds has found his calling in marketing. <laughs> that's for sure. Because uh, he has some of the best, worst commercials ever. Well, did you see the latest one? Did you see who's going to be returning? Also? No, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I, I've watched. <laughs> yeah, I've watched enough of his commercials for things because, again, they're fantastic. And, and, like I said, I've watched enough off of his YouTube account that uh, whenever the first teaser posted, it got popped into my recommend date or my recommended, and I'm just like, "Okay, what's this?" It's like Deadpool news. I'm like, "All right, cool." And then the way that they announced that he'd be returning was so casual and nonchalant. It's like, seriously, mm-hmm. this is how you do it? Yeah. Well, you know, can't, but I no, like it, casual nonchalant, uh, you know, oh, yeah. style. <laughs> like, it works because it completely subverts the expectations. It's a fantastic announcement to make because, I mean, last we heard, I mean, Hugh Jackman wasn't even sure. Like, he was pretty ready to, like, hang it up, which, I mean, is fair, because the man spent, what, 15 years by now, like, as Wolverine and, like, keeping his body in shape to continue to play Wolverine to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. For, for someone that basically broke into movies from theater, I mean, Hugh Jackman has done a fantastic job in uh, depicting Wolverine. Yeah, and it's just so funny, too, because, like, in this little ad for it, it's like, all of a sudden, he just kind of walks by, like, oh, yeah, you're just, like, a roommate or something. I don't know what you're doing here, but <laughs> just <Right>. chill, like, <laughs> oh, hey, well, that, you're, you're going to be joining, yeah. too, right? <laughs> yeah, that movie is going to be fantastic, because Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have had this off-screen, like, relationship, and... To watch the shenanigans they put each other through, like over the years, is just absolutely fantastic. So yes, this movie is going to be a special, like kind of thing, even for a Deadpool movie. Yeah, yeah, I was excited to see that. And, and like I said, Hugh Jackman actually uh, is coming back as Wolverine one more time. Absolutely yeah. freaking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 
And I might check out on HBO, there's the DC Super Pets uh, something, especially because my wife loves animal, you know, animated animal shows. <laughs> Isn't it like a movie or something? Is it something? a movie? Okay, I yeah. <clears throat> it's just out on HBO now. So yeah, it probably I'm, was in the theaters, right? <clears throat> yeah, because I'm, I'm wanting to say it was The Rock as Superman's dog, Crypto. Yes, The Rock is yeah, in yeah, it, yeah. Johnson and Kevin Hart. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do believe that was a movie, and it does look very cute. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It came out July 29th. Okay, and now it's out on HBO. That that makes sense. You know the DC stuff coming to HBO not too far after. Yeah, I've got to say, like uh, the movies uh, hitting streaming services is happening far faster than I imagined. Like whenever this whole thing started. Because, um, yeah, it wasn't long ago that I've watched uh, Thor Love and Thunder that I completely forgot to mention. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they like, drop out of the theater, and it's only, like, a month or two. And poof, here you go. Yeah, I was surprised to see it the Disney way. I mean, we kind of knew that HBO, since they own or team up with Warner Brothers, that that was kind of a thing. But yeah, Disney now too, like with the not long after the theater, it's like already on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, it's 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 kind of boggling, but uh, also I kind of like it because I mean, it does kind of give you that incentive to like get into these streaming services. Like no doubt for this like pretty early access. Mm-hmm. Before even like a, a rentable medium. So, yeah. Like, fantastic. Also, Love and Thunder, it's a fantastic movie. Absolutely fantastic movie. Oh, good. I'll check it out. Oh, Keanu Reeves is Bruce Wayne Batman. Uh, he later becomes in, in this, the voice cast. <laughs> oh. You know, that makes sense. Keanu Reeves would have a. He would have a pretty good Batman voice. John Krasinski as uh, Superman. John Krasinski. Wow. That? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. My my attachment to the old animated series kind of gets in my way sometimes (laughs) for voice actors like taking these roles. Because, I mean, Kevin Conroy as Batman is just iconic. I mean... Like anyone that's watched uh, the Batman animated series, any of the Justice Leagues, you you know Kevin Conroy's voice. Uh, even uh, the Arkham Asylum games, as I remember now, uh, they got Kevin Conroy to voice Batman for those. So I mean, yeah, he's just absolutely iconic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, well, it will be interesting. Uh... <clears throat> I'll let you know. <laughs> hopefully I'll have a report next week. <laughs> and hopefully Sen will be off his uh, mandatory end-of-month uh, service. Oh, yeah, it is the end of the month, like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we do want to thank again uh, Rodimus last week. Excellent Indeed. episode there. Indeed. Fantastic guest. Yeah, we will have some other guests in the future it's a lot of work to put them on every week i don't really care but if anyone does have suggestions for guests i will always take those 
hit us up in the suggestions channel, the live chat channel, um, and we will try to reach out to them. And I, I have a few on the uh, on the docket, but I just don't necessarily know if they're going to come every week. Maybe I'll space them out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Destiny. So the weekly story was fun. Do you know what's going on there, Des, with the latest development? I actually have not looked into it this time. No <laughs> <laughs> we find out who else is, well, kind of, who else is hunting the artifacts. The Lucent Brood. It, there was kind of the rumor that Savathun or something would, to that aspect would be uh, hunting after it. So we, we go to the the little, um, you know, you do the prep work where you're doing the the activity. And then yeah. each week ends with like, a, in essence, a lost sector. It's like a little yeah. solo story mission. And then at the end of that one, and then Drifter's saying like, I don't know what's going on here. There's like some <clears throat> low-level pirate guy that is in over his head and not usually into this type of stuff. And from what I hear, he might be, almost dead and then we we go through and there's not like too many ads and all of a sudden in the last room there's like a light bearer wizard and all this crazy stuff going on like oh hell okay the lucent brood is here that is interesting to say the least yeah and and we take the relic of course back to the helm again and it's getting even more crazy and even uh, I I do or I forget if it was that character, but someone was saying, no, I think, well, maybe it was Mr. X, but someone, if you're listening in the chat, let me know. But someone was saying, do not open these artifacts, only those with great power. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, we haven't opened them yet, and I wouldn't suggest opening them, but, uh, <laughs> you know. Well, again, what's the purpose of storing them here? Because this is our little safety zone where we store all the crazy stuff, the Crown of Sorrow, the Egregor, and now the artifacts. <laughs> Just going to be like darkness potlucks do in there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a fun, and we only have two more weeks left. Uh, but still, it's I like how we have eight weeks this time around instead of... Um, just like six or something. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty neat how it's happening so far. And uh, it's kind of really working out. And there's a lot going on in Destiny right now for those of us that are, you know, keeping up with stuff because the raid has still had a lot of interest. And, uh, you know, all the challenges are out now. And then with the seasonal story and see our, uh, the haunted, you know, um, Blah, 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 Halloween event will be coming up pretty much right yeah. around the time when this other stuff ends. Yeah, I do like the fact that they kind of, I mean, last season it did end up being like a pretty short story season, but I do kind of like how like things do tend to wrap up right now, like just before the seasonal event happens. Yeah. So that way we don't have like this long break of thing happening and then well here's your conclusion now like uh, I do like kind of like the, uh, the main like meat and potatoes of things are kind of just out there as the seasonal event comes through mm -hmm. and there's still a rumor I don't know if this is going to be part of the seasonal event or just a separate thing at the same time or even potentially afterwards 
but there's still a rumor of us, quote, building up the Helsinki city by getting these tokens and doing activities, and one of them will be the raid this year, and then turning them in there and somehow doing something to build it up like a big public community event, the whole Destiny community. Nice. It's been a while since we have had one of those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the fact that um, <clears throat> one of the ways you can earn the tokens is through the raid it really has me excited. Right. Yeah. Finally including like the raid in these activities. Yeah, which I guess now they can, that it's free to play. But uh, True. We talked about this, but yeah, it's been excellent in a way that you know, a couple of raids have come back as free to play. Yeah. Yeah, it does allow them to, like I said, include them in this activity without pressuring people to buy something that, I mean, if you're having fun with the game, I mean, kind of why not? But, you know, whatever. That's... <laughs> not judging, just, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, let us know if what you think of the seasonal story. Um if you're in the live chat or after the fact, let us know. And uh, we have also, um, this isn't obvious if you're listening after the fact, we now have our, we're going to see how this goes, but our live chat and questions for the show channel, I turned into a forum channel. And all that really means is if you go in there, we're going to separate the different episodes into different forums. And so I made one titled episode 181, which is this one. So feel free and come back into that posting way after when you've listened to this. And if you have any comments or questions or lore or follow-up, uh, you know, lore is welcome in the main lore channel, but I'm sure Des won't mind, you know, if we have the questions in this one too. <laughs> oh, no, no, 100% not. Uh, I also just now realized I've been sucking on making the lore forum. But don't worry, I'll still have plans with that. Yeah, only if you want. There, there's a lot of things that I need to do too. Um, we have some excellent ideas, some things coming down the line where we are going to have a couple more tags that uh, we can have and we can people can self-assign them too. Um, I'm going to have ones for if people want to be part of a raid tag, meaning that you know we, we never like doing definitely not every, at everyone or even the at here is kind of annoying. But if you want to be included in a last minute, like, you know, let's say... <clears throat> not a bot posting, but someone's getting something together last minute, we need a couple other people, you can add yourself to this raid tag. I should have it done by the time this episode comes out. And what that means is then if someone can say, anyone available to raid right now at raid, then you can get, if you're in that group, you can get tagged and let you know. And we're going to be adding a Sherpa tag too. Uh, If you are willing to be a Sherpa for raids uh, and you will have that Sherpa tag and you can add that to yourself also. So some exciting things coming down the road. Yeah, the Minutemen. <laughs> Last mi- calling everyone. We need some raid help. <laughs> yeah, it should help with those. Like I said, it's definitely going to be like a. As we conceptualized, at raid was just going to be predominantly for those last like minute situations. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Don't uh, say anyone would want to at raid. Next Tuesday at seven. No, that it's still better yeah. to put that as a bot posting. But, but, uh, and of course, you don't have to join the raid group if you don't want to get messaged with that. And you can always turn off tags. But we're going to give this a try and see how it goes. I think it could go yeah. well. Yeah. Just an extra layer of uh, targeted notifications. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, yes. I, I like this idea way better than what some other discords do with at PC players or at Xbox yeah. players or at PC. Because that's too vague. And then those can get a little spammy because people use those a lot. And you're like, well, just because I'm a PC player doesn't necessarily mean I want to be alerted what you want to do right now. But at least raid is a raid thing. So. Okay. Fantastic. Inclusion. Okay. Again, targeted. Don't want to get extra yes. notifications? Don't join it. Yes. And remember, you can always mute Discord for certain times during the day, too, so you don't get any notifications. I know it may sound like a lot of work, but you can. it's not too hard to say mute Discord and then unmute it or for certain hours during the day and then you'll get no notifications and then let's say you're like oh I like to be on my phone a lot at night and be available between 6 and 10 to help out and then you unmute it and just check your discord yep. there's options people alright we have I forgot about this other thing we have um, a couple interesting things in the TWAB and there was also something that posted yesterday I didn't totally read through it we don't have to, unless there's anything you wanted to say, Des, on it. But some, it says, from presage to nightmares, the cycle of narrative evolution. Did you take a look at that at all? Did not. Yeah, it's kind of long, and it talks... I'm sure it's interesting. I just haven't read it. It talks about a lot of narrative stuff. And uh, example, like 20 paragraphs down here, and it says, so how did Zavala come into play? A little chaotically, to be honest. So they, they just talk about how they've put a lot of these stories together. Oh, nice. I'll definitely, I'll probably end up having to give it a read because I do always like, uh, what's it called, Inside Baseball? Yeah, this is definitely looks like that. Uh, so maybe we'll talk about it <clears throat> next week. I should have read through this, I suppose. Whatever, it's fine. Um. This is, okay, so real quick, I mean, we'll just give a little tidbit in here. Uh, an excellent example of the story you thought you knew is Season of the Haunted, which was born from some old scrap notes created when planning an exotic mission for the Beyond Light expansion called Presage. Season of the Haunted was one that tore up the heartstrings of developers and players alike. It was a story that connected millions of players from around the world through the power of authentic human experience. Players shared their own stories of guilt, loss, and healing. They shared their favorite moments. They shared their vulnerability, and it was beautiful. Um, now, take all that and think one simple thing. 90s horror classic, Event Horizon. And then they, they explain a little oh. bit further. You know, I, I shouldn't have even read that much. There's like, there's way more to read. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, there's a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, now that I actually see it in writing, yeah, it does like put off those vibe, the, the those vibe. Like anyone that's seen Event Horizon, that's a trippy movie. Yes, it's been that a minute. That is hundred percent a trippy movie. Um, if you haven't seen Event Horizon and you like, uh, I personally would don't think I would quite classify it as like pure horror. It's definitely suspense, though. It's like it's hundred percent suspense. Oh yeah. Um, but. For those that haven't watched it and you're slightly interested in like mind gaming movies, um, watch it either with a headset or like a full surround system. 
Okay. Uh, because there is nuance in the sound that will take it to a whole nother level. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually had my wife, because I think she'd seen it before. Um, but I told her, like, watch it because uh, I had a, like a pretty nice like Turtle Beach gaming headset at the time. And, uh, of course, my PlayStation consoles since PS3 have been our movie players. But um, I advised her to like watch it with a headset on. And, yeah, she like it. It did a whole nother thing for her uh, watching it like that. So, which I was lucky enough, one of, if not my first time watching it, um, uh, was with like a full like surround system, so you could actually hear things going on. And like I said, it takes it to a whole nother level, and it's fantastic. That's cool. Yeah, thanks for the suggestion. I at least want to watch it again anyway, so it's on my notes. I don't know, just warning, it gets really weird near the end. I mean, really weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is a fun little question, and if anyone in the chat wants to answer also. We had a question from um, Grackle a little bit earlier today. Random question for the Hub. If you ever found yourself on a world's first raid team, would you prefer a championship belt or a giant ring to represent your achievement? Des, your answer? Which oh, my post. answer? Yeah, yeah my, my answer in the Discord is always going to be the same. I, I, I'm a wrestling fan. Give me that big old gaudy belt. I will have at least one picture of me wearing that belt, and then it will be hanging somewhere, like Barry in the open. <laughs> yeah. Hazel, get in the right chat. <laughs> Love you, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, boy. Um, yes, the belt. Sin said the belt also. Um, I am going to go with the ring, actually. I, I don't know. I feel like I don't like... Yeah, but I, I read it better wording again now, and um, giant ring. I don't know about a giant ring yeah. uh, on my finger, but I don't, I'm not as into wrestling, so, and I wouldn't just want to display something like that. So I thought a ring yeah. would be kind of cool in case I'm out and about and someone does recognize it, or I, someone's like, oh, what's that cool thing? I'm like, oh, yeah, um, you know, this is a ring for something. Oh, boy. And then they'd be like, and then they look at you weird uh, for a video game. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, anyone in the chat, if you want to give your answers too, uh, no worries. Would you rather have, or, or something different even, would you rather have the championship belt, a cool ring, something else? Let's say in imaginary world, you won the world's first race. Because we all know no one in our communities is going to win the world's first raid race. <laughs> No offense uh, to anyone yeah, in our communities, but that's not even shade. That's just highly unlikely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think you have to be a different breed. You have to, you have to have so many things like agree to ahead of time, super try hard, like 
they probably kick people out on the slightest, you know, <laughs> and who's also, available. You got to have like oh, 10, 10 hours a day in leading up to it, like just practicing with yeah. your team. And yeah, it's a full-time thing. Like that and the capability of, um, you know, playing the game for a living uh, is probably hugely beneficial. Um because, I mean, to be fair, those people, those type of people that, I mean, they just know things. You, you get to, like, people like me, or a lot of people, uh, Chelios, even, like, people that do GMs, you know, you, you, you get to learn, like, generalistic, like, general quirks that AI has and how things move and this, this, that, and the other, and then you have, you know, spawn spot knowledges, which is just something that's kind of on even scale anyway. But either way, like, you know, you start pick. You, there's just things that you can pick up, and again, just being capable of dedicating just hours in a day in a setting, just doing this, you're going to know it far better. I'll tell so, you what. If anyone in our communities, and you have, they have to be a member of the Discord, they don't have to be in the clan, but then again, usually these groups that win are all in the same clan, but whatever. If someone's in the community that we actually know, and if they win a world's first, I'll buy pizza for everyone in that team. We'll have a big, we'll have a big part, like a video chat party. The whole community will have a big celebration around it. So. And also, Scoot. Yeah, Scoot, if you're going to buy a good chair, don't buy a good gaming chair. Buy a good office chair. Yeah, we've had that suggestion before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gaming chairs are designed weird, to say the least. I really don't understand where their form factor or anything comes in at. But uh, get you a good, like, ergonomic office chair. Yes. And, uh, Shout out to Hazelnut. His thing he would like to have is a belt also. So I am definitely not in the cool crew. But hey, I, I mean, get it. The belt is cool. I just don't like to collect things yeah. like that. I'm not big. I don't have space for anywhere I want it. But To be fair, I also feel like that whole question is can be basically summarized to people that are fans of wrestling or fans of other sports. Yeah. Because I feel like given that choice, if you're a fan of like other sports, you're going to be more inclined to have a ring that you can occasionally wear or, you know, like you said, place in like a compact space and just have it set there. Uh, if you're And if you're into other sports, you're also probably more likely going to gravitate towards a trophy. Uh, but wrestling and combat sport enthusiasts, I do feel, would probably more line up with uh, belts considering that's kind of the thing there. Yeah. And we have another question from Hazel. If, have, has anyone bought a raid jacket? I mean, he said either of us, but I would even put that out to anyone in our community. I don't know. Um, I got really close once to considering, I think the D, DSC deep stone one, kind of like that winter park, parka looking one, but I just didn't want to yeah, put that uh, money down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm too much of a cheap bastard to buy a raid jacket. So, I mean, jackets can last a long time, but I, I didn't want to put that much money down. I probably could have just, but I didn't want to. I didn't think it was worth it. <laughs> the amount of money, 
<laughs> Dude, I had I had issues buying a Dickies jacket for work. Like, because the only time I wear a jacket is when it gets cold. But um, and Dickies jackets aren't even that expensive. It's just I didn't want to put that much into it. But my wife gave me a look and said, "Buy it." And then winter came around. It got a little cold. It works well, so and they last forever. So yeah, but still, I do know people have bought the rings. I think even send, but I do want to know if anyone listening to this, or if you know anyone, let us know if anyone bought a ray jacket in the past. I came really close to breaking down and buying that raid ring, or the whatever ring it was. Mm-hmm. I think it was a raid ring, but I mean, cause, um, that's a whole different like scale, and I don't think it was actually priced too bad for an actual pure silver ring, or mostly pure silver. Either way. Yeah, the main thing I'm going for now is, and maybe I'll have to boot up the game, but the uh, Sherpa Raid Emblem, which Bungie flubbed again. Uh, they didn't have it ready from the beginning. So if you check your raid report, you'll have way more Sherpas than what Bungie has counted. and you, So you have to get another 10 after they got it fixed to get the Bungie Sherpa Emblem. <laughs> I'm probably like at somewhere between five to eight if I had to guess. So I'll look it up in a bit. But even though I'm well over 10 Sherpas. You know what? Actually, also, Drafty, I can 100% confirm that. I used to work with a guy from Florida. And winter started, like, it started getting cold. And winter, as it was coming around, and everyone else was starting to wear a jacket. And he had, like, this vest because he apparently didn't pick up a jacket. Then it got colder. <laughs> So he was in trouble and ended up buying a jacket, like a legitimate jacket. So, yeah, can confirm. People in Florida don't care about jackets. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of like that in Southern California, too. Uh, we would maybe have like a yeah. rain jacket or a rain parka that is hidden somewhere in a closet we'd pull out in the rare time it rains, but definitely not like winter type jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just smart. But yeah. I have a jacket. It hangs up. I only wear it. Well, it's getting to be about that time to start wearing it. But yeah. It's funny because I'm the type of person that usually wears shorts for as long as I can. Um, And since I've been up here, uh, where I've worked, I've only, like, in like the two or three years I've been working there. I've only worn like pants once because it was too. Oh, this is so annoying. I only actually have four counted carries. Yeah, Kato was kind of worrying about this too because, yeah, the first few weeks, a lot of people were winding around the raid. And I I know there's plenty enough people out there that still haven't gotten to clear. There's people we can Sherpa, but it's getting a little less common. So the fact that I only have four now, oof. Yeah, I mean, on, as it Bungie. goes on. Come on, if Raid Report can track it, that's coming from the API somewhere. You can do it too, Bungie. <laughs> Maybe. Like, I don't know, because it depends on like when the track was, but also at the same time, I mean. I don't know. 18 Sherpas. 18 on Raid Report. <laughs> <laughs> and four on my, 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 my Bungie tracker. <laughs> Oof. For Scoot 2, 13 to 14 Sherpas, only one counts. 
Yes. <clears throat> okay, drafty. Uh, Scoot and I would love to Sherpa you through a raid. <laughs> find find someone else. We can easily get two to three people. Uh, Hazel, create an alt account and we'll Sherpa you through. That <laughs> Gator, right. Gator's alt accounts. Doesn't he have like 10? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Gator, listen to this. Get back to us. Get back to Gator. us. The one-man yes. emblem factory. <laughs> oh my gosh, this could be like a service skater. You could, you could like almost, almost. Some people would be willing to pay some money for this, and I almost would consider it. And you could just boot up an alt account, get ready for King's Fall, and we could sherpa you through it. Are you kidding? Like for an alt account to be raid ready, do you know how many materials that takes? Oh my god! I know, and Gator's not patient enough for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've joked about that too. Oh, I love the chat right now. Scoot says Gator should count as a Sherpa for his first ten run. Oh man. Well, yeah, I, I joked too when I when I Sherpaed. I got a clear before Sin, and so I, Sin counted as a Sherpa run for me. I think he got it like the the night after. And I'm like, certainly Sin should count as three Sherpas, right? <laughs> <laughs> sounds, no. sounds legit. Sounds legit. Um, <laughs> at least two. At least two. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, a again, those, uh, you know, I, one other, yeah, one other thing, this is a perfect opportunity to mention this too, um, whether the episode comes out before or, all, or, or not. And I don't know how regular we will have these but there's been a lot of talk in the community. I've had the idea in the back of my mind, but I want to thank people like Cato, Hazel, Scoot. I'm sure there's a lot of people that has had this idea of putting together more official Sherpa runs. People have done that in you know other communities before, but I finally got off my butt and I figured for Kingsfall. And other, I want other people to create these too. I'm not just saying only I'm doing this, but for King's Fall, my idea was I'll back channel, have three people that are the Sherpas, and then I'll just have three open slots on the raid posting. And this is for Tuesday night, this coming Tuesday. We'll see if the podcast comes out ahead of time or not. And three newbies can join. And I say in there, it's only if you don't have a clear yet. Uh, now, if we get to the point that no one joins and we get right before, then low clear people can join. Uh, or whoever, but uh, it's. I think it can be a, a no stress thing that people know that okay, there's three slots for. I haven't gotten the clear, no big deal, and we're gonna have three Sherpas. So uh, not too bad. Now, if it's a raid like Garden or something else, I'm definitely gonna limit that more to two people max of newbies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we could do three for Deep Stone. That's an easier one. Uh, it depends on the raid, but I'm just trying this out. And I hope to do this once a week or so, maybe every other week. Other people are welcome to do this too. It's kind of showing that we need to be a little more specific in the raid bot of saying this raid is for this purpose. We want lots of new people or we want lots of Sherpas or we want this or that. And we don't want to like exclude any groupings, but at the same time, we want to have good postings. And we will try to mix them up all the time. And if someone doesn't see something that they want, again, you can make your own posting. Whether you're a new player or not, just say what you need. And most likely people will join up. Yeah. Just uh, be clear in your communication. Oh my gosh, Drafty. I did get five people through twice before. Luckily, 
Uh, shout out to TX Anyman and his crew, and then shout out to Converse and his crew. Uh, I'll say though, I don't think that normally works with a lot of groups. So, <laughs> hell no, Drafty. <laughs> I normally only want two people that are new in the Garden Raid. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing, right? We can all agree. Gardens very. It's mechanically heavy and multiple mechanics going on at the same time in that end encounter. And you don't want to be like keeping track of four new people running all around and having to give like four times two sub call outs all at the same time, you know? <laughs> all right. Um, okay, no worries. Yep. I saw you were muted. Uh, let's go to the TWAB because there's a couple interesting things there, but go figure it's a light one again. And I, just, I, I skimmed through real fast, but I didn't say anything. So, <laughs> Well, mostly the patch notes for me. <laughs> it's okay if nothing else is interesting. I mean, yeah, no, I did see like the small preview, but like I said, I didn't look too hard. So, <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll tell you, this will be a good thing. I'll, I'll just read them myself real quick. Uh, there's been a lot of talk of this anyways, and these are both really good patch notes. Um, so to alleviate some of the pressure inquiring Season of the Plunder weapon patterns... The double perk weapon spoils crew upgrade will now give you a deep sight modded weapon for the first time you focus a weapon each week, which is really interesting because um, other seasons had that where you can get a guaranteed red border, the first one per week, and we weren't really getting that, whether it was bugged or not. So they've, they said they went above and beyond to fix that and get that going. Um, and then also the deep sighted Deep Sight modded weapon from the hidden compartment crew upgrade will now appropriately refresh at the weekly reset, um, which that wasn't happening. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's good for people uh, trying to get there. There is a seasonal, if you care, a seasonal triumph where you have to earn, unlock three weapon patterns. I've gotten two done so far. Uh, so it's it's doable by the end of the season. But uh, for those that actually want to craft a few of these weapons, it has been potentially a little harder this season than last season to get yeah. those that you want. Not We were joking about this. I, I remember talking to Rodimus and others. It's way easier. Again, people raid. But it's way easier to get the weapon patterns unlocked in Kingsfall in the raid than the seasonal thing so far. Because with the raid, you get two pretty much guaranteed red bar weapons per week. One, you can pick what you want as long as you've already earned that weapon, and the other one's a random. And then there's always a chance to get other random red drop, red, red border drops also. But with those one guaranteed exactly what you want per week, worst case scenario, a weapon you really want, it has it has a set pattern. It can be done in five weeks. Worst case scenario, and probably way quicker than that. I mean, that's something, right? That shows you another reason why the rating is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, Scoot has two raid weapons crafted and zero seasonal ones. Me too. Well, I don't have any crafted yet, but I mean, two are ready, and they're, one, they're yeah. the ones I want to. I, I, I went for the sniper first. Now I actually kind of wish I went for the hand cannon first. Because I want to, um, I did get an incandescent drop, a good one, with the uh, explosive perk. But um, 
I think I will eventually craft that one so I can eventually work towards the enhanced perks on those also. Sally's Bang. Sally's Bang, yep, that's the one. It's tragic I still remember the names of these weapons. Mm-hmm. All right, so nothing else in the TWAB? Yep, shit's, like shit's broken, like Hazel would say. Uh, let's see, let's see. Prime Gaming, I don't usually care about that, but there's stuff you can get with the, with the Prime Gaming. If you don't have it yet, go get it. And you got to get that raid ring ordered soon. You have till the end of the month, which is tomorrow, so never mind, unless you're listening to this live. I will say, I've, I've been skimming along through this uh, narrative thing, and I will say, uh, it does put into it does kind of put into perspective how Bungie works, though. Um, at least, like with, uh, it it just kind of puts me in the mind of uh, Nezarek. And how, like I said, what a couple of few years ago they teased him with the exotic, and then had Drifter say a line about him. They added a glaive with Nezarek's name. Um, looking through this narrative thing, just like skimming through, uh, does put me in the perspective that they might not actually have plans when they throw things out there, um, or even if they do, they'll probably like recheck because there's a really good section about a. Like the evolution of the egregore itself, and like, yeah, it's, it's it's actually a really good read. Love it. That's kind of what we were thinking, and I love how they can take semi stories that didn't have a plan, but turn them into a perfect opportunity and a perfect plan later on. Yeah, yeah, because the I mean, from his, its description, like the egregore came about because a they needed spooky ghost ship feels. So they went with a fungus, and then they remembered, well, Drifter has fungus in his ship, and it's called Derelict. So they started like looking into Drifter lore and how it can connect and all this, that, and the other. So yeah, it's really fantastic just to see how random you know, things can actually pull from. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, so yeah, that is good. I definitely will read through that some more, and we can talk about any other things on that as it comes comes out as we as we read it more and have interesting points. Mm-hmm. I love the comments that we've had during the show, and uh, with that, since Sin still can't join us, we'll probably start wrapping it up. But like I said, we're gonna have some cool guests coming up here, and. Uh, and uh, Sin couldn't join us uh, because of he's working in the sweatshop right now. Yep, basically. He's in prison. That's the <laughs> real truth. <laughs> right. Hopefully he'll get released next week. Free Sin. Free Sin. <laughs> Start a campaign. Free Sin. <laughs> Free Sins. <laughs> Only Sins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if, uh, if anyone in the chat has some questions, let us know. We'll also stick around for Guardian Hub After Dark. And um, other than that, uh, that'll be this week's episode. So, Des, where can people get a hold of you, good sir? Um, you can get a hold of me in the discords. Um, I'm in a few. I'm in a couple. I'm here, there. I'm not quite everywhere. Um, and you can ping me on Twitter. Still haven't downloaded it though, but you can ping me there. 
Yes, everyone ping Des on Twitter, and I don't know why I said that. If he, he won't notice it, but uh, <laughs> maybe if he logs uh, in, he'll have a bunch. I might notice it eventually. I mean, eventually, there's no guarantee when. <laughs> yeah. You can find me as Kingsley Mac all the places, including on Twitter. On Twitch, I stream occasionally, mostly just for friends to watch rating. And you can find our show on Twitter as The Guardian Hub or all the information about us on our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Des. No thank you, Sen. And thanks <laughs> for everyone for listening to the live chat. And we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Later.